This episode of Grease the Polls is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can bet $5 on any sport and win $200 in free bets instantly. All you need to do is sign up with the link in the description, and you'll get $200 instantly after you place your first bet of $5 or more. Everyone could use some extra betting money, so don't let this opportunity go to waste. And with that, let's get into the episode. What is going on, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Grease the Polls. It's Eagles-Giants week. I know it's only the, it's the last week of the season. It doesn't feel like there should be any implications with this game, but as Eagles fans, we all know there is, right? We have to win to get that number one seed to ensure the NFC East title and uh, obviously to ensure that the road to Super Bowl goes through Philadelphia. Now, um, Initially, it seemed like the Giants may actually play their starters, even though they have nothing to play for in this game. Brian Dable came out after their Week 17 game, said, you know, there's no – he took the, you know, the old-school approach. There's no rest until the season's over, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, it was reported today that uh, pretty much all of their key starters are going to sit out for this game. Um, they can't move up and up or down in the playoff scene. They're locked in at the sixth seed. It would have, we talked about it in the last episode, it would have been completely idiotic if they would have actually played their starters. Um, so that brings us to the Eagles, who obviously have <clears throat> injury concerns of their own, right? Um, CJ Gardner Johnson's back on the practice field, Robert Quinn, and then obviously uh, QB1, Jalen Hurts, um, is on track to play as well. So I just want to ask you guys right off the bat now that we n- pretty much know the Giants aren't going to play their starters, at least for the entire game. Like, they're definitely not going to play the entire game. Maybe they'll start out, but I I would imagine Saquon doesn't even suit up and certain guys like that. But now that that's on the table, um, are we still itching to get Jalen Hurts out there for Sunday? I mean, if we're not going to have to play their starters, I mean, is it really worth risking any type of re-injury for Hurts? Like, what do you guys think? Jesus Christ, you start Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what you do in this scenario. Like, I don't I don't care about the, you know, the potential re-injury. I mean, obviously I care about it, but what's important right now is getting that one seed, getting that bye, winning that division title. Like, that is just we that that's the end all be all of the situation. It should have been locked up two weeks ago. We weren't able to because we didn't have Jalen Hurts. Now that we have him, we may not need him the whole game, and I think that's fine. You know, we've won games like that when playoff implications matter for both sides. We still were able to pull him out pretty early in the game. So uh, maybe we get a one half out of him, maybe we get three quarters. Ideally, we just stomp uh, whoever the Giants send out there because it, you're right, it would just be idiotic of them to play anybody on their roster right now that could have any chance of getting re-injured. Uh, obviously, m- momentum's important for the playoffs. And I did see Brian Dable kind of say it with a smirk on his face that, uh, you know, every game matters. There's no such thing as a meaningless game. Uh, and then I realized uh, maybe that's kind of tongue. At first, I thought he was smirking like, oh, I'm going to ruin the Eagles playoff chances. But then now I'm realizing that he was like, yeah, I'm kind of lying to you. <laughs> like, I'm basically lying through my teeth, which is fine. I'm, I fully support that because uh, I saw Doug Peterson do it. Uh, a couple years ago so they the mind games uh feel free to keep playing them but you start Jalen Hurts you start whoever can get, can get out there uh just because especially if we do end up getting that bye week that's a week off of that plan so it's good to get everybody back on the field for a game 
Uh, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson potentially coming back. You know, those guys uh, coming off of IR. Just make sure, you know, we get a nice, cohesive ball game out of these guys. doesn't have to be all four quarters, but that's what I want to see. I mean, to be perfectly clear here, to be perfectly clear, the Giants have nothing to lose or gain this week. The Eagles have quite a bit to lose this week. You could be looking at going from being the number one seed all the way to dropping like a rock to the fifth seed. So, yeah, you better be playing Jalen Hurts. I don't want to see Gardner Minshew out there unless the game is fully in hand. Uh, Good for the Giants to rest their starters. It's stupid to put them into any kind of harm's way. It's also stupid for the Eagles not to just go out there and just look to just truck them and just win this game by a sizable margin and just put the season to bed already. Uh, don't we, we, we don't need to take any chances at this point. I, I don't it would be one thing if the one seed was locked up or you know if we were locked into place, but we're not. So you gotta you gotta go out there and you gotta win. You gotta play to win this game. You can't fuck around. Yeah, I wish I could offer every bottle but I pretty much fully agree with you guys um, it's a must win game for the Eagles and therefore you play whoever's healthy and your best players um, that's just the bottom line like you said Frank I mean I can't imagine going from the one seed all season to the last week of the season dropping all the way down the fifth and probably not having one home playoff game the entire postseason um, to me, honestly, our, like, this is, it sounds crazy, but this really is, um, this really is, like, the biggest game of the season for the Eagles, because if they do drop out from that one seed, they won't win the Super Bowl, and I'm pretty confident in saying that. Like, if they have to go on the road for three straight weeks to get to the Super Bowl, we've seen it happen before, I know it, but... Usually whenever we see that happen, it's for a team that's been, you know, goes on a four- to five-game winning streak. They sneak in at the last minute and then just continues that run all the way to the Super Bowl. The Eagles haven't had any momentum as of late. We're on a two-game losing streak. This is the first time we've lost back-to-back games all season. And if you drop this one and you're on a three-game losing streak going into the postseason and you have to play, say, you know, the Green Bay Packers or – the Detroit Lions, um, or maybe even Seattle, all teams that have been playing well lately, especially the Packers, and a team that, you know, we really barely beat a couple weeks ago, um, I'd be nervous, you know? I would be nervous. Well, I guess if we're if we're not the one seed, we won't play those guys. But still, we'd have to go on the road to play either, you know, or uh, San Francisco or probably Minnesota. So... It just wouldn't be ideal. It just wouldn't be ideal. And I just don't think the Eagles, on the course they're on right now, would be like legitimate Super Bowl contenders if they drop all the way from the one seed to the, I guess, the five seed it would be. So I think if they were the five seed, they would have to play the Bucks. You're actually right. You're right. Tom, We'd have to go even, even worse. Back even down. worse. As Tom Brady rises from the grave, like the unholy zombie man that he is, we have to go face him. As he's getting his fucking postseason powers back, like on a three-game losing streak, I, and just go relive last last January. That's what we're. Is that? Do we want that? Absolutely no. not, Frank. No, absolutely not, dude. And I mean, 
go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 it is it is funny that you. I mean, you said it's the biggest game of the season, and I laughed. Uh, but it, you're right, it is because I mean we were talking about having it wrapped up on Christmas. They were talking about having it wrapped up last week. Now it's 2023. Uh, it'll be the 8th of January at that point. We still won't have it wrapped up until uh, if we win around 7 p.m. So we still have a ways to go. It's we sure it's, found a way. We, yeah, sure found but, a way to make a a, a a a really really great undefeated start to the season turn into a nail biter. I'm very absolutely. impressed. Now, I the do, polls, folks. I do push back a bit on the Eagles not being legitimate Super Bowl contenders without that number one seed. It is bad to not have it, and it would deal a significant blow to our chances. I 100% agree. But in terms of what we've seen this team do on the road, obviously not as of recent uh, with, you know, I did, with the absence of Jalen Hurts in uh, Dallas and then obviously – uh, we our only other losses are at home. We've won pretty much every game on the road. Say we go to Minnesota, this team has won a pretty big game in that Minnesota stadium. So I'm all right with that. Uh, and also, you know, when it comes to Tom Brady, do I want that? No. Is it basically a storyline staring the NFL in the face, screaming, sell me, sell me, rig this, please, and get Tom Brady an eighth Super Bowl <laughs> ring over the number – over the you know the the almighty Eagles, he goes and he goes on this miracle run. No, I, I definitely don't want that to even be something that could possibly be written in the storybooks. But uh, I still have faith in this Eagles team, no matter where we end up. Now, say we start Jalen Hurts all four quarters, and uh, you know Sunday is a, it's a drastically different Eagles team uh, than we've seen with Jalen Hurts under center before. Then I go, you know what, Brian was, uh, you know, Brian is, a, he's very right. This is bad news. But it's not just a virtue of not having that number one seed. It would have to be, uh, you know, a serious, there would have to be some serious uh, quarterback play issues for me to really uh, have any concerns moving forward, regardless of where we end up. Well, for me, it's like the implications that, you know, lead up to us not getting the one seed is what would scare me. It means we didn't beat the practice squad giants that's what that would mean and yes. like that's where i would be like all right now nah, we're fucked you know what i mean like that's like if you if you are on a three-game losing streak and you top that losing streak with a loss to the backups of the giants i mean jesus i i just i would i can't imagine a better season going down in a worse way you know like it would have been it you know, we've all experienced first here as Eagles fans, and this would be a uh, first for all of us, I would assume, to start off what twelve and one, thirteen and one, and then to, to drop thirteen and four and lose in the first round of the playoffs. It would just be, um, you know, I remember Felipe uh, asked us a couple weeks ago, um, you know, what would you know what would be a disappointment or what would be you know acceptable for this Eagles team, and I think we can all agree. Uh, ending the season on a four-game losing streak in the playoffs uh, would suck, and it would be a major disappointment. And it would pretty much erase everything we've accomplished this year. It would. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it would erase all the greatness of A.J. Brown. It would erase Hassan Reddick's great season. Um, all those stats just wouldn't matter anymore. You know, like we would all look back on this season with disdain and with, you know, what ifs, you know, what if Jalen Hurst never got hurt? You know what I mean? Like that would be the story of this season. And it would just be a shame because for three fourths of the year, two thirds, it's been nothing but 
I mean, greatness. Like, kick your feet up on a Sunday and watch the Eagles go to work. That's all it's been pretty much all season. And, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, though, because, no. I mean, let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. We're going to beat the fucking Giants. Like, yes. We're yes. going to beat the Giants. And They're laying four t- my, the lines minus 14. That's be- that's be- that was before we knew Jalen Hurts was practicing, so God knows where it's moved to now. Like, I'm not wor- I'm not worried about yeah. the game. I'm really not. But you're definitely right. That would be uh, that would probably be one of the worst seasons in recent memory. <laughs> like, it would be that, worse than the 2020 how... COVID year. It would 100. Be... Oh my god! Yeah, it, it would be so it... much worse. Oh my god! Because yeah. at least we got like Devonte Smith out of that. You know, at least we got something. And we got well, uh, well, we the COVID to year. Hurts too. I mean, that's yeah, no, exactly yeah. right. We got Jalen Hurts. We 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 got real players. Yeah, which was nice. COVID year, COVID year, you're trying to climb a ladder, but like you can't get a grip, and you slip and you fall and you bust your lip open on like the third rung. This year would be you climb the very top of the ladder, um, you get diarrhea all over yourself, fall down, and <laughs> hit your head on every rung and uh, break your skull open. And like you that's don't what. Die. And you, you don't, don't die. die. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're you're fine. <laughs> and and also somebody is videotaping it and it's on the internet and you become known as Ladder Diarrhea Man. And everyone's like, tweeting about you and they're like, I knew Ladder Diarrhea Man was a fraud. I always Exactly. Knew. I've yes. been saying it all season. And people and yeah, there's no sympathy for you. People are mocking you on social they, media. Yeah, because they're like, he dared to go that high and it, you taunted them on the way up. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. You taunted them on the way up. There was a <laughs> bag of, you know, a million dollars at the top and you were right there and you slipped, you shit your you know, shit yourself, you fucking you're in a vegetative state after that, you're on life support and the plug is staying in. Like you're suffering through it. You know, you're not not getting out of this one, buddy. No, no, no. You don't even get the you don't even get the, the, the dignity of that. You are like just awake and aware and just you have to like go walk into work the next day yeah. wearing a goofy bandage on your head and everybody um, points at you and laughs and says, like Oh look, it's diarrhea ladder man. Yeah. Yeah. Now that would suck. That would really suck. That would, be bad. would suck. That would But it's not gonna suck. happen. But it's, but not, it's gonna not gonna happen. happen. It's not gonna so basically happen. doing the podcast like it happened. Uh, the last five minutes, probably, it's really like we're like, God damn it, this has happened. But <laughs> this it has is there's still time, there's still hope. It's, it's Schrodinger's season at this point. We don't know, we're all yeah, we don't know what's gonna happen yet. But uh, you're we're d- all Dr. Manhattan, there is a sense all of dread. This is there is dread. I do feel dread for the first time this season for a game, although I am still confident in a win. There is just that little weasel in the back of my brain that earwig that i just can't i can't get it out and uh that's just from you know uh it's not been a very long life but it's been a life almost entirely lived in philadelphia so it's definitely one that has seen some things in this regard that's a superpower it's the ability to see everything that could go wrong and live it and you're it's it's like you're like dr manhattan when you're a philly (laughs) sports fan (laughs) It's your doctor, Matt. You're, you're traveling through time. You're seeing all of the different ways things are going to go wrong. And you're like, you're not just seeing it, you're like experiencing it. And you it happens it on like a spiritual level, an emotional there's, level. There's also all the things that are going to possibly go right, right? But like, you, you can't help but dwell on like all of the, the things that just like happen that are bad. A negative stimulus is far more impactful than a positive one. That is 100%. That is basic. 100%. That is 100% yes. And that 
would be some of the most negative, <laughs> you know, is the is it would would be the outcome that we've discussed thus far. Yeah. But I have a feeling when we get to the predictions part of this episode, we will not uh, we will not be predicting uh, the skid that 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 we're dreading so much at this point. Yeah, no, I mean obviously not. I mean, look, it's just kind of fun because <clears throat> as Eagles fans, as Philly sports fans, it doesn't matter how high we reach right like we won a super bowl five years ago and like i think before that everyone every one of us probably would have said i can die happy now but you want more now right you want more and even though we have that super bowl you want another one and it doesn't matter you know like we we already discussed the 2020 year like that came three years after the super bowl we were a dumpster fire of an organization you know what i mean like you can never shake the trauma induced from the Eagles, Sixers, or any of the Philly teams. Like, you just have to kind of live with it and do your best to cope. And, and to uh, embrace it. You maybe this is our way it. of coping, you know, just kind of being sarcastic about it. Because obviously none of us actually think the Eagles are going to lose. But No, we're going to win by 28. Like It's going to be a laugher. Like, it's not even going to be remotely close. The last one was a laugher, and they were trying. Yeah. Yes, so, the Giants were that's like... true, yeah. Nuts on the line, like we're going out there, we're trying to they were fighting humble for their these guys' lives. Yes, alas. Now they now they don't even have anything to fight for. They're just they're just trying to you know stay healthy. So yeah, it's basically going to be like a preseason game, and the Eagles should have their starters in long enough to build a nice lead and just walk walk away, walk into the postseason. Wash your hands. You know, on your way out, you know, hit the light on your way out. We go to the postseason. I think that that is the, you know, quick and easy. Let's just not even say anything. Like, you and I, we're not going to talk about the game. We're just going to nod, and we all acknowledge it happened. Like, it's going to be nice, easy, clean. That's what it should be. That's how it should play out. Yep. And with that, do we want to do score predictions? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. I'll I'll go first. Um, But, I mean, like, despite my negativity – throughout this episode i feel i don't know why i've been so negative i don't know i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but um no the eagles are gonna win this one and i think jalen hurts is gonna play uh he'll play as long as he needs to hopefully it's only like two quarters and by halftime we're up 35 to nothing and it's you know it's it's smooth sailing the rest of the way you can turn it off by the fourth quarter it doesn't even matter um so i think the final is probably going to be like 38 to 10 you know something along those lines i don't you think dog. it's gonna be very close um like because like we said i mean i know the last two weeks have sucked the saints game really sucked but you are getting the captain back you are possibly getting some key pieces back defensively and we already kicked the shit out of the giants with their starters in so like you put their backups in i just can't imagine like i can't imagine that they're not going to just absolutely destroy the New York Giants. And also, I want we, we should mention this. The Eagles are only, I believe, five sacks away from breaking the single-season record for most sacks in a season, set Dial by the 84 up. Bears, you know, one of the best – one of the best defenses of all time. Obviously, they did it in 16 games. It'll take us an extra game to do it. But um, I think the Eagles are going to be going for that record. Um, they probably aren't really thinking about it, but I'm sure once they get up 14-21 and the Giants are just passing the ball, they're going to let their dogs just hunt off the edge. And I think they're going to get it. 
I think they will get it this week. I think, I mean, the Eagles have set a bunch of records, team records this year. Um, I don't think they've set many NFL records, um, but I think they will this week. I do think they'll get that sack record. So 70, 73 sacks is a lot of fucking sacks for a season, Yeah, dude. yeah. We, we've been treated to uh, to a lot of them. It's been uh, How many did nice they have last year? They were like second to last. They were second to last had in like, the league in sacks last year. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they. I feel like they had like twenty nine or or some like ridiculously low number. Yeah, no, they they had the second least amount of sacks of any team in the league. They bring in what a Hassan Reddick and you know BG comes back. You know, no, yeah. BG obviously was huge for us not getting a lot of sacks last year too. But like, yeah, then you had Reddick, and obviously you have a bunch of guys already with Sweat, Hargrave. Fletcher Cox low-key having how about, a solid season, too. So, yeah. How how about, guys, just real quick, I just want to say, and I, I just want to maybe needle some folks out there that really hate Jonathan Gannon. Oh, you know, we got some, we got some legends of defensive minds in the history of this, uh, this, this franchise. None of them have as many sacks as the defense put together by Jonathan Gannon. So, Jonathan Gannon, better defensive coach than Buddy Ryan or Jim Johnson. Oh, my God. How about that? Stop. If we're if If we're <laughs> judging by sacks, Stop. if hitting the quarterback is all that matters. Frank. It's a then, big thing. It is a big thing. Hey, Frank. hey, let's give, Frank. let's give our boy Jonathan Gannon a round of applause. Don't, you know, don't get me, don't get the Jonathan Gannon apologist started over here, dude. Look. I'll, I'll start freaking out. I'll do Look, a backflip. He's... I had to say, I, it's it's wild to think, but like think about it though. Like even Buddy Dude, Ryan with those, talking those about, Come on, man. Anyone talking about Jonathan Gannon uh, this past Sunday was a complete moron. Like anybody tweeting that, and there's someone that we we points. all know that was tweeting about it that is a moron. So we're all good on that. Uh, it's ridiculous. The, the, the disrespect uh, that he's well, that he got, you know. especially during that game. <clears throat> like, I, I he hasn't always been my favorite, but it's clear the zone uh, kills got, him. We get results. I hate it clearly. What? I hate the zone. The zone kills me. The zone does kill me. I dude, I wish we blitzed every play. I want to play mad, but <laughs> but we're not gonna do but that. It guess work. what? It's clearly working. It's working. Like we like like it doesn't pass the eye test, but it works. It's the it's infuriating. I hate it. So Sometimes much. it works. Sometimes, Sometimes it works. Sometimes well, no, I know it, 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 it. You know, okay. But anyway, um, my score prediction, given that we have the the defensive god himself, uh, Jonathan Gannon, running running the show, um, I think we're looking at something along the lines of like uh, thirty-one to seven. I see the Giants scoring early while they have their starters in for maybe like the first quarter or couple of series, and then. I can't see the Eagles giving up any other, any other points to, to them. Um, yeah. I, I think it's going to be locked up pretty quick, and I, I just, I just can't really imagine this game getting like too crazy scoring wise, um, just because I, I really think they're going to wind up sitting guys once you get a substantial lead. But yeah, I, I that that would that would be my that would be my prediction. Yeah, Conway. Uh, you know, Cass, uh, you took the words right out of my mouth, numbers included. Uh, Thirty-eight to ten was my prediction as well. Um, I mean, that's just—I mean, that's that. I mean, that's that's that. 
Frank, you're right. They're probably going to get a touchdown early. Uh, probably the first time they touch the football because, uh, you know, Jonathan Gannon will just kind of like, all right, let's see. Do these guys know what football is? And We're then they play off touchdown. 20 yards. Yeah, yeah. Let's play off coverage 20 yards uh, your first snap. I'm like, okay. All right. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Just a sense and then, of situation. <laughs> and then that won't work. And then, uh, and then they'll score maybe a field goal at some point later. And um, the birds are going to hang up a big number, uh, regardless of who's in the game. Uh, that's what I'm thinking there. So, 38 to 10, birds clinch the one seed, home field, NFC East. Feels good, you know, or it will feel good. Right now, I, I'm full of dread, as previously discussed, but I'm still confident. No, I'm, I'm confident. still confident. I'm confident. Um, now we have talked a lot about you know getting that one seed and how important that is. Well. Uh, for those who haven't really been paying attention to the NFL's potential plans for the postseason, now that it's pretty obvious that the postponed Bills-Bengals game from Monday night is not going to be played, um, that could change pretty much how we view all of this stuff uh, if they go down some of the routes that have been discussed. Now, the the most outlandish one, let's just start with, the, the craziest one that has been thrown out there that is reportedly being discussed. Pro Football Talk dropped a whole article laying out all these. So if you want to go to their website and, and read up the specifics on it, you can find it there or even Liberty Line because I wrote about it too. So you can go check it out there. But um, so the most out there scenario they've proposed is just adding an eighth seed to both the AFC and NFC. Now, the reason they would do this is because, obviously, the Bills-Bengals game had huge playoff implications. Like, whoever won that game would have been in the driver's seat to get a first-round bye. Um, now that it's pretty apparent it's not going to get played, and for the sake of equity, as they call it, um, adding an ace seed is, is on the table, apparently. Now, that would eliminate the first-round bye, and it would make – just everyone would play wild card weekend, which would be insane. I guess we would have what four games on Saturday and Sunday. Like that's that's nuts to even think about. Um, I don't even know how they would schedule that because I know when they do the three games, it's like, you know, one, four, eight. Like, what are they going to do with the fourth one? Are they going to play at like ten in the morning or something like that? I, I have no idea. Four twenty-five. Uh, America's game of the week. Well, they'll have they'll have the three already at one, four, and then eight. Like, what are they going to? Well, they got no, Friday night. Friday Dude. night. Friday, Friday night, night lights. That would Friday be kind night, of Friday night lights. Maybe Monday night. Maybe they would just. They would probably do Monday night. That's probably what they would do. Yeah, but, Monday night's more likely. Yeah. Um, Lame. But regardless, if that's the route they're gonna take, and I don't think they're gonna take this route, that obviously kind of squashes the whole like Eagles getting the first round by and how much that helps us. Like, you know, like I said, I don't think that's actually gonna happen. That would be wild, and I just don't think. Like, I know it's unprecedented circumstances with this Bills-Bengals game, but, I mean, really? Like, do you really think they can just add an eighth seed this late in the process? You know what I mean? Like, it changes everything. It changes how teams should approach this final week of the season. It changes, you know, teams who were originally eliminated going into the last week may be alive again. Like, it's just – it feels like it's just way too late for them to throw that wrench on the postseason playoff picture and just like be like all right figure it out guys you know like i just to me that's wild and i just don't think they're gonna do that it almost feels like the fact that they're like they're it almost feels like it's being floated 
to test the level of outrage that it would cause um, uh, uh, throughout the league and, and with fans and viewers. I can't really ever imagine them doing this uh, just because, you know, like, like you said, just from a scheduling standpoint, it, it's going to create a whole nightmare. Uh, but at the same time, the NFL always loves they, – they love adding extra games wherever they can. Um, I – I just, I don't know. I, there's a part of me that, and, and this is probably stupid because, you know, the Eagles would be severely, severely disadvantaged by this. But, man, I'd be lying if I didn't say I don't love a little chaos. Throw uh, another I mean, team in the mix. Chaos is fun, Frank, but you know why the NFL is going to absolutely do that? You know why? And it's not because they love chaos. It's because why they love money. They there love you the go. green. Any, you know, they that's love the, the one cheddar. possibility. They're rats. They need the cheese. That's rule number one when it comes to the NFL. They love it. You, you were so right, man. They love adding those extra games because they love those game day revenue, broadcasting rights, all of this. They're going to turn something that was like a very, I don't, I, I don't want to say near tragedy because it's still tragic. Uh, with Demar Hamlin, they're turn, they're going to turn this into money somehow. Like that's yeah. that, that's Fucked essentially up. what's going to happen there. Which I don't know if I love that, but uh, I especially don't love it because it's going to impact the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know, obviously, we need another week to get healthy. Lane Johnson needs another week. Uh, I don't want that to happen. There are other options out there that are, I mean, equally wonky, but you know, a little less. Um, you know, not I don't want to say unfair, but just more inequitable. Plausible. Yeah, just more plausible, better. Uh, it's definitely the, the main theme is that they're better. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know about adding I don't know about adding that, uh, you know, those two no. extra games, even though that's like another $30 million or 30 and maybe a couple billion. I don't even know. No, I, I think that the collective bargaining agreement, um, they have it set up so that at least somebody gets a buy in the playoffs. Um, so I can't imagine the players' union being too happy about everybody seeding the buy in the playoffs. So there'd likely be some pushback there. Uh, so yeah, it, I, it, it really, I, I think you're probably looking at a more likely scenario where they're going to do something like, you know, just win percentage is going to determine the top seed in the AFC. And they'll, they'll figure something out with regards to that. I, I can't really see them changing or possibly just maybe just maybe just scoring the game a tie, just just award both teams a tie, and that's it. Like I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to do it because, like, first of all, the the game isn't going to be played because the teams don't want to play, right? Like if, they, no. if the NFL had their way, they would force, you know, they would obviously force. This they would have finished the game that night if they had their way. They, they would have forced this game to be played. Now. Like, if neither team wants to play, I think the the easiest thing to do and the thing that just kind of keeps everything moving along at the on the trajectory it was going is either you do a coin flip for the winner, you know, if you just want to do 50-50, um, or you just award both a tie. And you just kind of like – it's like a forfeit game for each team. It's a tie, you know, because it just – you know, it's obviously way too early in that game for anyone to say who would have won. You can't just award the Bengals a win because they were winning seven to three with five minutes left in the first. Like, I think that's really the only way they can go about it is either, you know, give them a tie or don't just void the game and just do winning percentage and then, you know, 
however the AFC shakes out, it shakes out. So I would say to me, just to, just give it a t- just score it a tie because at the end of the day, both of the coaches came to the conclusion they were not going to continue that game. Like I feel like that's the everything I've heard is that it was it was a decision made by both of those guys, both of the both of the teams on the field. I think rightfully so. You can't keep yeah. playing that game. No. There's no circumstances where that game should ever continue. So they both they they. Both franchises decided they were not going to – both teams decided they're not going to play that game. So, at that point, that's a tie. All right, you guys decided you, you don't want to take part equally, so we're just going to – it's like the game finished, you know, 10-10. Like, we're, we're just yeah. going to end it like that. that that's how I that, – that's the easiest way to do it if you're the NFL. Yeah, it wouldn't make – like – I mean, they, they've had a couple other options. Like, I have them right in front of me. The one is that the Bills and Bengals play next weekend during the NFC wildcard round, and then the AFC wildcard round is held the following weekend. And they it's Absolutely ludicrous. They cut out the week between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. So you go right from conference championship to the Super Bowl that next Sunday. Um, apparently, there's no, there's no appetite for that around NFL circles. So that's, like, probably not going to happen. Um and then the other one is that they play the AFC Championship game at a neutral site if it involves the Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs, because those are the, the three teams vying for that number one seed. Um, but the thing is, is, like you would have to have that all ranged beforehand, and if a team not the Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs gets into the AFC Championship game, there's no need to hold it at a neutral site then. Then it's just, it, you know what I mean? Like There's no reason for them to even take that step. It would just be played at whoever the higher seed is. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Frank. Like, there's no reason to make this more complicated than it already is. It is complicated. Like, it's not like it's an easy situation. They just, you know, there's no, like, clear answer. But I think maybe the clearest one is just you give them both a tie and you base the seeding off of winning percentage and you call it a day. Because I think at the end of the day, honestly, I don't think the Bills or the Bengals are – overly concerned about it at this point i mean you know from the events that happened monday night um i don't think they give a shit to be honest with you i really don't um i think they're more concerned with their teammate um and if you they don't they the difference between the the one two or three seed is is really nothing for them at this point i think it is what it is. And I think, honestly, they would probably agree. You know what I mean? I think they would agree to a, a coin flip or a tie and then going on winning percentage. Like, if they don't have a problem with it, then I don't think anyone else should, honestly. No, yeah, because those are the main people that it would affect is the players. So if the players are able to reach a, you know, if they're able to do something that they're happy with, teams are able to do something that players are happy with, I'm all for it. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but regardless, <coughs> uh, I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that it is a more, you know, not a simple solution, but one of the more simpler ones that you've listed there, uh, as opposed to uh, throwing that wrench in the works of an eighth playoff team on both sides. Because then, you know, because then we start to enter NBA territory. We're just like, okay, it's not everybody in. I know it's a one-off, but it's just like, then they're gonna they're gonna see that. It's just it's the same way they did the. We're gonna trial the extra game, more money. Yeah, we're gonna keep it. Uh, We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this. Okay, I see the money. We're gonna keep it. Um, so I'm just kind of hoping they, you know, there, they, they there don't smoke money in the water. There was just nearly a work stoppage over this CBA. 
And the NFL had to fight tooth and nail against the Players Association in order to get a seventh team added to the playoffs. So, you know, the idea that the that the, the Players Association would just allow for no. a eighth team to just be added in there, it's not it's honestly not fair to the eighth team, whoever it is. You know, uh, it, it you could have teams that are resting guys that all of a sudden like are you you're playing for the playoffs like how does that affect your bonuses? Like it's there, there's and and again, this is like the the myriad like ridiculous things that you have to concern yourself with about how they're going to do this. When the simplest solution is just hey, just it's a tie. It that's it. Let's move on with our lives. Um, by the way, just want to add to this. Like uh, we're recording this on Thursday night and. Uh, he Hamlin actually was able to uh, communicate with his team, and he the first thing he asked was, "Did we win?" So I thought that was I thought it was neat. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I mean that's I mean it, <laughs> that 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 video where the doctors were saying it, and then they like it looked like some PR person made them say the whole little line about like he's like, "Did we win?" And they're like, no, you won, like, or some shit like that. But it was knowing that life, yeah, knowing yeah, that, kn- knowing that he, you know, was up and, uh, you know, obviously not able to speak because he still got the intubation going on. But being able to communicate with the, you know, with the written word, and one of his first questions being who won the football game. I mean, that's a football guy. That's a trademark. football guy. Uh, that's oh, a football 100%. guy through and through. <clears throat> Love it. Not, not, no jokes, no smirks, no nothing. That is a football guy. A hundred percent of the way. I think that is the most football guy thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Potentially. One hundred percent. Almost dying on the field, pulling through, and your first thing, like, you know, 72 hours after the game, your first thing you're able to communicate is, did we win? That is, it doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. And, no. uh, you know, I think that's part of the reason his teammates love him, obviously. You know, the dude is just, you know, he's... It, Demar Hamlin is, is, you know, for everything gives, that's going on. I mean, it's just it's awesome to see that he's back. It's awesome to see that he's able to communicate. Um, and like I said <laughs> on the last episode, hopefully this just turns into an inspirational thing. You know, Absolutely. hopefully, hopefully in the playoffs he's, you know, you know, it, it, God willing, if he's able to get out there and not play, but maybe lead them out of the tunnel. Like, I mean, the the Bills are going to win that game by a million. Oh I mean, my Jesus God! Christ. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, not going like, to be close. Yeah, there probably won't be a dry eye in the stadium either. Um, so, yeah, it'll be – it's awesome. It's awesome to hear that he's he's on the track to recovery and, you know, the tragedy on Monday didn't turn into just a an all-time tragedy, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I mean, <clears throat> so all that aside, like – the, as far as how they're going to figure out what the what the playoff seating is like, there there I've seen a couple of different things. Um, one of which involved actually moving the Super Bowl back a week, and then that was one of the one of the more out there ones. I don't even know if you covered that in your article, Brian. No, um, yeah. moving the Super Bowl a week. Yeah, because that silly. so there's impossible. No, 
It is not. It, because since 9-11, oh there is a clause. I'm dead serious. There is a clause that every every city or site that takes the Super Bowl has to agree to move the game one week forward or one week back. So you have to agree to be completely flexible with, with the wow. schedule for the game. I didn't know that. So... Um, Granted, this was like a guy on Reddit that said this, so this could not be. This could possibly not be true. I, it's the You're, lawyer no. that. It's either someone who it has no idea what they're right, talking though. about, or it's the guy that wrote it. It's one or the it other. Feels, it, it feels right. So, but so, so based on the random stuff that I've read on the internet, um, they they can move the Super Bowl back a week. Like there's like a there's like an emergency clause because if you remember back on 9-11, you guys don't remember your babies. Nope. So, uh, Jesus day, Christ. Fir, first day of preschool, 9-11. Well, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Should we, all tell, should we all say where we were? No, let's not do that. All right. Um, but, no, 9-11, famously, we had, we had to kick the Super Bowl back a whole week. And since then, it's been, like, built into the contract. Like, you have to be able to move the, move the game. So the idea was basically, like, Everybody gets a bye week except for the Bengals and the Bills, and they play next weekend, finish the game. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Either. That would be ridiculous. Because <laughs> it's, then it's, it comes back to the fairness thing. It's like, wait, we're going to – like it's like you're hurting the team that, that was involved in a tragedy. So it's yeah. like, let's not give them an extra week. Let's make them play. Only game on the, <laughs> on the docket. Everyone else, week off for you guys, you know. But everyone that just witnessed their teammate almost down the field get back out there. Like, no, that's not gonna. They're not gonna do that. I, I, I come back to the winning percentage and the tie thing. That's what I think they're gonna do. I just oh, think yeah. it's the easiest thing. Um, yeah. It just makes the most sense. I don't think anyone really wants to shake up, you know, this entire fucking postseason and this like, yeah. I mean, it's not allowing allowing half of the teams from both conferences to make the playoffs. Like, I already had a problem enough with seven teams getting in then you add an eighth team like i mean fucking christ like we would have to play i mean we'd probably play seattle in that scenario which like obviously dr rami back on yeah wouldn't it wouldn't oh oh, yeah dr rami forgot he was a gotta get our boy in the mix Um, he loved geno smith talk a little smack yeah um (laughs) but yeah i like i i don't even know who the afc team would be i guess it would probably be like Miami maybe or something like I don't know like it would just be it would just be silly they're just not going to do that um uh do you guys have any any final thoughts here I know we talked it's it's a shorter episode than we're accustomed to but you know Eagles are playing a practice squad team on Sunday and uh that's that you know what do you want me to talk about Uh, how Brandon Graham matches up with their third string left tackle I don't think anyone wants to talk about that no it's just gonna be a bloodbath so I was gonna jokingly ask you about the matchups earlier in the show but then I was like what a fucking just don't do that (laughs) just just do the show let's not waste anyone's time yeah let's not come on dude let's you know idiot but I, I we don't have much to talk about this week but next week obviously if you've been following the news you know, one of our most popular episodes as well had to do with those Idaho murders, the Idaho Four out in Moscow at the University of Idaho, of course. 
uh, that suspect has, has been uh, arrested and now has been extradited back to Idaho. So we'll be having information coming out over the weekend, most likely, and then uh, either Tuesday or Thursday next week, depending on which one uh, you know gives us the most information, we'll, we'll be able to share. Of course, we'll have Dr. Drew Smith and uh, Matthew Lucci, attorney at law, both on uh, to discuss. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that, uh, especially if we clinch this uh, number one seed, we'll be good to go. Uh, do pretty much a full episode. If we don't, then we might have to have a meltdown. Uh, and well, then get we're going to have to have a coping episode. Yeah, if that listen, happens, then then someone listen. else will be doing a podcast about a double murder suicide uh, in Philadelphia. Oh, so that's different. But that's that. different. But <laughs> that's different. Well, <laughs> true crime nonetheless. But it'll, oh, it'll be it'll be all too true. Yeah, all. Too I mean, true. we're not going to talk about how I'm going to drive you guys over the cliff uh, in, in a car. If if the Eagles lose on Sunday, oh my! Are you um, triple Thelma Louise, a hundred percent. Yeah, I reach in, you. You and Cass are. In we're the two all going to be seats. linking arms. I yeah, reach up you know? in the back seat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I do want to say, uh, what what's the guy's name? It's it's Brian Cohenberger. Is that his name? Is that how you say his last name? Cohenberger. Colt. Regardless, Cronenberger or something like that. Regardless, uh, typical David Cronenberg. Well, let me let me say this: typical, typical actions of a Brian with a Y. Typical actions of Brian with a Y. Oh, the, the oh, incorrect no. spelling of Brian, and that that's such a typical move for a Brian with a Y. Guy, classic serial killer name. It's that's, it's I. That's it's so I. true. It's Brian with an I. Like get it fucking right. You know, whoever named him, shame on you. You raised a serial killer. And that's <laughs> it's your fault because you named a Brian with a Y. You fucking yeah, idiot. pretty much. I used Some to of think the best guys I know. We're named Brian with a Y. Really? Yeah. Who? There was one guy Brian I Colangelo. With. Brian Colangelo fucking sucked. Well, I didn't one. know him. I didn't know him personally. Doesn't matter. I, I knew a guy I used to work <laughs> with at a rules. pet store years ago. He was a fun guy. Him. Yeah. Well, he probably knew a lot about know. reptiles. No. He was kind of mean to the mean to the other people. Actually, no, he was kind of a jerk. Never mind. Actually, yeah, I think you're right. Actually. Yeah. I'm backing down. I'm yeah. backing down. See, it's funny. Once you think about it, like, oh, no, he is right. Yeah, he's right. No, no Brian with a Y. Tep- typical actions of a Brian with a Y. I didn't By the think way, I had beef with all Brian's, and then I realized it was just Brian's with a Y. <laughs> it is. It's exactly well, because they're, they're, they're encroaching on your territory. Yeah, it, it, I'm like, dude, you literally just added a letter. And they're like, no, you took one away. And I'm like, we're not getting into this yeah. who's on first argument right now. Yeah. We're just not going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, There needs to be a little bit more... Uh, you know, there has to be some more, uh, a bigger difference between Brian and Ryan. There can't exactly. just be an added B on the beginning of it. It has to be B R I A N, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think everyone can agree with that. Like these are the rules. And the, and then the but there are all those people that are named Ryan with an I, and now that's that's where it gets real out of hey, hand. The glass onion. That shit's fucked. Ryan up. Johnson. Ryan yeah. Johnson. Ryan Johnson. One of our greatest directors Straight in America to jail. right now. Yeah. Absolutely not. Gotta let a guy have an I after the R. No. No. Yeah. But that's that's neither here nor there. We're getting off track. Yeah, 100%. Do, do yeah, you have no, any final thoughts, Frank? <laughs> final thoughts? No. Yeah. I, my, final thought, my final thought is this. It's weird that the guy from the Iowa murders was so close to Philly. Like, his family is, like, a kind of a Philly, like, area family. Well, more like Poconos area, but like close that enough was weird. to be concerned. 
Well, because you go from, like, the mountains out west, and then, like, he's from the mountains out here. Like, that's Very kind of strange. a weird, kind of a red flag move to be, like, a guy who's, like, I'm from the mountains out east. Let me move to the mountains out west. I don't know. Well, yeah, like, change but, it up, dude. Change the yeah. scenery. You hey, know. go to L.A. Clown. Yeah, move to a exactly. city. Brian But we'll get into that. Yeah. Or whatever. We will, that's his name. Brian Clownberger. Uh, <laughs> get fucked, nerd. Yeah, get fucked. Um, Enjoy get prison. Fucked. Yeah. Uh, good God. Dude went all the way from the West Coast up back to Scranton. Get fucked, idiot. To get, um, to get, ro- get rocked. Yeah, to get fucking caught. Yeah, Dude, get fucking caught. Scumbag. Dumbass. Um, um, all right. But yeah, uh, no. Are we, rate are we and good? subscribe. Yeah, rate, rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe. Uh, obviously... Thank you, as always, for listening to this episode of Grease the Polls. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or thelibertyline.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media at Grease Polls Pod, on Twitter and TikTok. Um, and as always, uh, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.